0: to being a better man and welcome to Friday. I'm your host. My name is Alf Herigstad. This episode is being brought to you by our great sponsor Stumptown Kilts. I know they're great because they make the only kilts that I personally own and wear. Since they've become a sponsor of the show, I've had quite a few people, both listeners and just people I know, tell me they're planning on getting a kilt. They even know what color they want. Then the next time I see them or hear from them, I ask them about it. And they haven't got around to it yet. Look, I get it. Life frequently gets in the way of things we intend to do. So I'm asking you personally right now, if you're one of these people that intend to get a kilt but never get around to it, right now is the time. Stop procrastinating. Stop what you're doing and go over to StumptownKilts.com right now. Find the kilt you want and get it ordered so that John and Todd can start working on it and get it in the mail. But whatever you do, don't forget to enter the special code BETTERMAN, all lowercase, all one word. Enter BETTERMAN at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. That gives you a break and it also lets Stumptown Kilts know that you heard about it right here on Being a Better Man. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? I think what I would like to talk about is the fallacy of failure. The reason I call it a fallacy is because the idea of failure as a concept is something that I just don't believe in. For me, it's right there next to the Easter bunny. I hear people all the time talk about and refer to their failures. The word failure is is used very frequently in the English language, and I suspect in other languages as well. And it kind of boggles my mind, because like I said, I don't believe in failure. So it's like listening to people talk about unicorns and Easter bunnies. In fact, the word only visits my vocabulary at times like now, when I'm explaining to somebody the fallacy of it. I always get the same reaction, and I'm sure many of you listening are reacting this way as well. You're probably thinking something like, come on, Alf, of course failure exists. For one, it's in the dictionary, and for two, every time you're unable to do something, whenever you don't win, whenever you try something and it doesn't work, all these things are failures. Is that what you are thinking right now? Because that's what most people think. I personally do not think these examples of failure are accurate. I'll explain what I mean, and then you can decide for yourself. First, I will say that everyone who makes an audible claim to have failed something is probably right. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But the failure did not exist. It wasn't real. It was just an idea right up until that person spoke it into existence and claimed it. That is when failure becomes a real thing, in that moment. What I'm saying then is that failure is more about perspective than anything else. I'll give you an analogy to better explain what I mean. Let's say there's these two guys named Bill and Mike. They're friends, they're good friends, and they decide one day... That they want to climb a mountain. Let's say it's Mount Rainier here in the state I live in. They have never climbed a mountain before and that's why they want to do it. So they do a bunch of research and try to prepare for it as best as possible. The day finally comes and they head up to the mountain. They're climbing along. They're doing pretty good but about 2,000 feet from the summit a bad storm comes in and they can't see. They get off course. When the weather clears, they don't know where they are. In the process, Bill got really sick, and Mike tripped and hurt his ankle. All they can do is sit there and hope their food doesn't run out before somebody finds them. They get rescued a couple days later, and now they're back home. The thing is, only one of these men have failed, even though they both had the exact same experience. How can this be, you ask? The only difference between Bill and Mike is their perspective. Mike thought it was a fantastic experience. He made a note of everything that went well and the things that didn't. He values everything he learned on the trip, including the hardship. And now he has a great story to tell his son when he gets older. And Mike cannot wait until the next season so he can tackle the mountain again. Mike is stoked. Bill, on the other hand, is angry. He thinks the whole thing was a waste of time and money because they did not accomplish what they set out to, make it to the summit. He's angry at himself and at Mike for being ill-prepared. He gets embarrassed whenever his wife brings it up to friends because then he has to explain the details of why he failed to make it to the top. He sold all of his gear on Craigslist list and plans to never, ever climb again. So, because of their perspectives, Bill had a failure, and Mike had an adventure. Bill is unhappy, and Mike is happy. Mike has a great story to tell of courage, adventure, hardship, and beauty, and all Bill has to talk about is his failure. Hopefully, with the aid of that story, you can start to see what I'm talking about. It's all a matter of perspective. And where does perspective come from? Perspective is formulated in our brains. And who controls our brains? We do. (laughs) So it's really up to us. I have had many, many things in my life not go as planned. Times when I did not achieve the result I set out to. Thankfully, though, for some reason, I never saw any of it as failure. I certainly could have, and many people would have, but I never did. I may not have achieved the results I was looking for all the time, but I always achieved a result. Sometimes they were just different. These different results often led to better understanding, and they reduced the chance of repeating things that didn't go well in the future. Where other people see failure, you should try seeing opportunity, because every single one of these times is where you will learn the most stuff. We learn very little outside the realm of mistakes, or what some people would call failure. We learn very little when everything's going great. I don't remember when I started thinking this way, maybe I always did, I don't know, but I do believe that thinking this way has made me a happier person in general. It's tough to be happy when you're beating yourself up over failing, when really all you need to do is change your perspective. Like I said, you can decide how you want to be. It's your life. But I strongly encourage you to be more like Mike and less like Bill. I would also encourage you to wipe the word failure out of your vocabulary. Stop using it entirely because every time you do, you turn it into something real. Another great thing about treating it like a swear word that should never be uttered is you will never make the mistake of telling your kids that they are a failure. I wonder how many people have been ruined from growing up being told they were failures their entire childhood. See, that's how it works when you're a man. The things we get rid of in our life, we get rid of in the lives of our family as well. Just as the things we attract to us, we attract to our families by virtue of our proximity to them and the role we have in their lives. Just think, you could live the rest of your life never having another failure if you change your perspective. Some of you out there are probably still arguing with me in your mind, insisting that there are some legitimate actual cases of failure. Let's say, for an example, let's say there's an alcoholic guy whose addiction is ruining his life and his family. He goes to rehab, AA, everything he can think of to try to quit drinking. But sadly, his drinking continues. Has he failed? It depends on whether or not he thinks he failed again perspective if he says he failed to quit drinking then yes he has failed because saying that he failed gives him an excuse to stop trying think about it if he never claims failure that means he's still trying to quit he isn't done so in a way Allowing yourself to fail robs you of the opportunity to improve, to become better. Because if you have failed at something, you are no longer trying. You're done. And it's hard to get better if you're done. (laughs) I could go on and on with examples like this. If you want to send me your own example, just fire me an email. I would love to hear from you. I'd like to acknowledge my three most recent members of the launch team for my new book, Mitch, Landon, and Tom. Thanks, guys. I look forward to working with you on this. I'm still looking for more people. There are slots left. So if you're interested in being on the launch team, send me an email to alf at men. Now head out into the world without the F word. Leave it behind. Refuse to fail at anything by changing your perspective with the force of your will. Look for the lessons. Learn all you can from every situation. Be thankful for the opportunity, and you will be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad, signing out.